Hey guys, I'm Jenny. And I'm Wendy. We're sisters, business partners, and your hosts of Pure Motherhood Uncensored. A podcast for real talk on all things motherhood, where we will talk pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and share stories about raising kids, our upbringing, relationships, and of course, business. On this podcast, we're totally unfiltered. We don't hold anything back. Some episodes might not be safe for the little ears. So if you're easily triggered, this might not be for you because we are not your traditional motherhood brand. Listen in if you like real and raw conversations and are open-minded. Follow along as we pioneer a new era of motherhood. It's time to shift the paradigm of what traditional motherhood looks like. Hello, everyone. Hey, hey, and welcome to episode six of Pure Motherhood Uncensored. Yay, we're still here. Yes, we are. (laughs) If you're new to this podcast, welcome. Um, If you're not new, thank you for supporting us. (laughs) Yes, yes. And um, so uh, we took a little tiny break because we just had to get a lot, we had a lot of stuff on our plate and a lot of work to get done. Um, And in that time, we kind of sat and thought of our podcast. And, you know, we talked a lot about ourselves, a little, our business um, in the first few episodes. Um, We talked about birth, which is what we do. And then we kind of realized like, we want to talk about fun stuff. Like in our um, little intro that we do, we do talk, say that we're going to talk about everything. So yeah, we want to keep it light this week. Yep. We're trying to figure out how to best approach the podcast because we obviously we want it to be business because um, yeah, we want it to be business, but we also want to be personable so that you guys know us on a more personal yeah. level, because we can't quite do that on Instagram. I mean, if you follow us, we do reels and stuff like that, but I don't know if you can quite get our personality. Um, so, and we always said we wanted to pod- start a podcast just to talk just about, to talk so about all things. the stuff we have, we talk about you guys, we're funny. <laughs> and, um, you know, Tiffany, our friend Tiffany, her husband's like, y'all just need to like record yourselves when you're just sitting down talking because that's, that would be a really good podcast episode. So, yeah. So with that said, um, this episode <laughs> came about yeah. from a couple weeks ago. I don't know how it started. We started talking about, um, jobs. I think it was the Christian, no Christian school wasn't it? Yes. The lunches, the lunches. So my ah, son, yes, buying yes, lunches. That's yes. We have no script guys. We're just, yeah, we're yeah, just going to start just talking. trying to remember why we're doing this. Um, <laughs> and yes. Yeah, so my son goes to a private school and I started telling Wendy about how much I have to pay if I have to for lunch and then how ridiculous it is. It's like, we're paying ridiculous amount of money. Why do we need to pay for lunch too? Like, mm-hmm. Anyway. So I started telling her that. And then she goes, and Jackson was sitting right there. My son Jackson's nine. And Wendy's like, oh yeah, when I worked for that, I, the, the Christian, Christian school, private school as, as a, a lunch lady. lady. <laughs> and Jackson goes, you were, Titi, you were a lunch lady? And I was like, uh, yeah, I was a lunch lady. And then we kind of just went down this like rabbit hole of like reminiscing about old random ass jobs we had and so we kind of just wanted to talk about that and like kind of share a little bit more about us personally um because you guys obviously know us from 
as peer motherhood, the peer motherhood team um, and what we do in birth and postpartum, but we want you guys to get to know a little bit about us before that. So you kind of get an idea of who we are. Yeah, exactly. And the types of jobs that we held. When we started talking about it, I think we kind of went through it and it oh was my fun God. for my son because he's like, wait, you, well, he calls me a zookeeper. I was like, no, I'm not a zookeeper. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was kind of fun. So we're going to just, we don't, again, we, I don't even know. I was told when he was like, you may have to help me remember. Some of the jobs. Oh, well, you so, helped me. I probably yeah. had more jobs than yes. I don't like, I won't a, remember all of that. No, I'm like a serial job hopper. Yeah. Um, that's just my, my jam. Um, and I'm not, um, at all. Uh, you can, you'll see, I mean, I don't know how long it was in this space, but when I was younger, it was a little bit different, but I actually started working when I was 14. Same here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your first job? We had to, what was your first job? Um, so very, very, very first was the zoo. Cause they I were the only ones oh, that at 14. So this is for our listeners that are from our hometown, yeah. Providence, Rhode Island. Um, Jenny worked at the, what was it called? Hungry bear. It oh was my like, God, how did I don't even know stop, how that came to my stop, brain right now. No hungry bear cafe. And you were, uh, you loved that job yeah, because of the access to nacho cheese. Yes. That I remember. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I worked, I, I didn't work at the animals, but I just worked in like a restaurant inside the zoo. And my favorite one was the one where we served pizza hut. And then we had a nacho cheese machine. So you take a cup and you like, and guys, if you know, my sister, she I am nacho cheese. Is nacho cheese. <laughs> yes, obsession of nacho cheese. And sadly, I can't have dairy anymore, guys. Like, what the <laughs> fuck happens as you get old? I can't have dairy anymore. I, I mean, I can, but it's, I choose not to because it causes breakouts and all that. And I, I like my face. Um, <laughs> more so, than nacho cheese. More than nacho cheese. I know. <laughs> it's but a yeah, tough, tough decision. Tough decision. But yeah, I worked there and then I would dip. Okay, guys, I would dip the pizza crust in the nacho cheese. Like, just thinking about it makes my mouth water. Amazing. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that was, that was your very first. first. And that's only because they started hiring at 14 and we needed a job because we were single mom households. We wanted to buy our own stuff. She Mm -hmm. couldn't afford things for us. So we're like, all right, well, I guess we got to figure this out. Yeah. And my first job was also at 14 and this was so not okay. Um, I worked as a waitress at El Malecón. Which was a Dominican restaurant in Rhode Island, in Providence. At 14 years old, I worked under the table because you're not allowed to hire. (laughs) Hopefully they're out of business and I'm not getting them (laughs) in trouble right now. But yeah, I worked under the table as a waitress at El Malecón, a Dominican restaurant, like a sit-down restaurant. That was my first job ever. Wow. Yeah. That I don't even know if I knew that. And the second, well, in that same time, I also worked, and I think you did this too. So our uncles, they owned mm-hmm. um, like nightclubs and bars in Rhode Island they had in Providence. Yeah, I don't know. They had they so they owned nightclubs and bars in Providence, Rhode Island. And at you know 15, 16 years old, my sister and I, when they when their door girl, like the person oh, who yeah. would collect money at the door, when she couldn't make it they would call us. And so me and my sister and I at 14, 15 years old are collecting money at the door behind a bulletproof, <laughs> a 
laughs. So not funny. So not appropriate. Um, and they, our uncles would pay us like a hundred bucks yeah. to yep. sit there and collect money until like midnight. And then one of our uncles would drive us home. Yep. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That I don't remember. Yeah. So from there, what was your second job? So then, oh, gosh. Um, oh, okay. So I got fired from the zoo. Why? Wait. Oh, I got fired from the zoo because I was 14. So I didn't know I wasn't responsible. I went to DR. Remember we went to DR with mom oh. and we stayed there for like over a month it was, yeah. and I never told <laughs> <laughs> your job you were gone for a month. I did say I was leaving, but I didn't say for how long. And then when I called, they called me and they were like, you no longer have a job. I'm like, why? <laughs> Yeah, thought you were gonna hold it for me. I was too young. Oh, that was so. After there, where do you go next? Okay, so then from there, I think that was KFC. Hold on, maybe it was like a little in between, little hospital job for a short period of time, but then officially it was KFC. Um, yes, and that was oh my god, who got me that job? Doiti. Yes, who? got me that job. Oh, sister. Yeah. Yes. She got me that job because she worked there. And so that's what I did for, and then I got fired from there too. Um, (laughs) Because I, and the crazy thing is guys, if you know, Jenny, she's not not. a person who gets fired. No, Like I am the other hand, right. But I'm usually the one who leaves a job before I get fired. fired Um, But the fact that Jenny actually got fired from jobs is a little bit hilarious. Yes. Cause that's not her at all. Yeah. I got fired from there because, um, I gave somebody, a friend of mine, food and didn't charge him for it. Mashed I know potatoes. who it is. Derek. I gave. <laughs> De- I don't think he knows this, actually. And he got you fired from He KC. doesn't, yeah. I'm, 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 gonna, I'm totally going to send him a 16. message because he's the one who helped our mom sell her house. He so so he like, came hey, back Hey, FYI, we out. shouted you out on our podcast episode. Yeah. Yeah. He redeemed himself. Yeah, but he got me fired from there. And then... Um, yeah, so I was 16 there because I yeah. remember that's when I went. To I'm not going to be able to go through all of the no, history no. like you are, just FYI. Yeah. Well, you had way too many. Stuff. Too many, yeah. yeah. Well, the bigger ones. What was the biggest one from there? Um, after that, I was a waitress again at La Palma, which was our uncle's Dominican restaurant. So I did that. What was um, your next real job? Just kidding. <laughs> um that was a really oh that was like a really uh, everyone that's what that's a waitress I'm like hey I know yes I was a waitress yes. and a bartender for many many years so service industry I got your back um I want to say Kmart oh I worked for Kmart too I don't know yes. what that was so we worked we worked for Kmart um I don't even remember the name of the street at this point because we haven't been back in a long time. But it was we legit helped like put that store together um, before it opened. We were in there like putting shelving up and all that stuff. So we worked. We were like the opening team for a Kmart. <laughs> yeah, in, I worked in the jewelry department. You I don't just a lot remember. of stuff. Yeah, I remember having yeah. to wake up at like 6 a.m. to be there to open up the jewelry. Yeah. Department. But yeah, we did that. Forgot about mm-hmm. that. Um, and I was in college then, so I don't know where, I don't know. Um, I worked at Haven Brothers. Ah, yes. Yes. Is Haven Brothers still there? I think it is. Wow. Yeah, I worked this. So again, Rhode Island peoples, they yeah. know Haven Brothers is like a national treasure. Um, food truck when they weren't popular. Oh my God. Yeah, one of like the first it. food trucks before food trucks were a thing. Um, and they, 
I worked there on Saturday nights in high school. So four o'clock in the morning, what was our mom thinking? Yep. Saturday nights till four o'clock in the morning, um, is what I I sold burgers and fries out of a food truck basically. Mm -hmm. But it's a cool food truck where you can like walk inside and they have, um, you sit down, they have stools and counters. Yeah. 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 And they've been there for like over a hundred years. It's like on the food it's been on the food oh, network yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's true rhode island is known for their food like yeah florida sucks yeah florida food sucks it really don't does. come over here as a foodie as a foodie because yeah Mm-mm. it's not it. still looking for good pizza and chinese food yeah. after 15 years no no um, um yeah, yeah next big one was like went to our hospital and then um Oh, I think the group home was next for me. Oh yeah, that you were there a while. That was like I was there for like that was five like a, years. a real job, that real was a real, real job, real big girl job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I worked at a group home with adults with disabilities. So it was like a house where they all have all live together, and then I was there just taking care of them basically. Um, and this is gonna yeah. start getting hazy. Okay, from here this starts snow. getting a little hazy. Um, I did work at Expressions. Remember that? Yeah. I um, yeah. it's I don't do. Are they still there? I don't even know. Uh, probably. It's like a sneaker store. Um, they had like a chain of sneaker stores, and I worked at their corporate office for a while. That was like my first. I was, was in college, and that was a real, real okay. job. Okay. Um, and I remember, I'll never forget. And I don't care. I'm gonna call it out. Um, I was, I was like, like basically like assistant buyer duties and operations for like a, um, you know, uh, a chain of like 20, 30 stores. And I was in their corporate office and I was doing a lot. I had like a big role kind of, and I remember going in and asking for a raise. I think oh I was making like God. 10 bucks an hour. And I, I asked, I'm in college and I asked for a raise and the owner of the company really had the nerve to say he would give me 25 cents. And after that, I was like, he was a millionaire. This is bullshit. And I quit. Yeah. Good for you. You quit because of that? Yeah. Oh, Cause I was like, you know, they're not worth. seeing my worth yeah. for sure. I was doing a lot for them and like 25 cents. That's what you think my it's worth. Yeah. I, I will never forget though. And I always remember this every time I I'm, was going to have like a, like a serious corporate conversation, our cousin Marilyn, because I was I was young. I was like 20, I think I was, or something like that, 20, 21, maybe. And I was scared to have this conversation about asking for a raise as a one as a female, as a 20-year-old, going into like this millionaire's office and asking him for a raise. I was really scared. And I never forget my our cousin Marilyn giving me um like a like a boost. <laughs> like confidence Confidence. boost, like talk, like a pep talk. And she was like, do whatever you have to do to get confidence. Take a shot before you go in to to have the conversation. She was like, take a shot if you need to like make your nerves go down and get it, go in there and ask for a raise. And he gave me 25 cents. And I think that kind of started my rebellion against like corporate and like the man, man. like I'm so anti the man. Yeah. Yeah. And like these corporate companies, they don't, they don't love you. They don't, they don't love you. You're just a number. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So Uh, he totally tainted my whole worldview on working corporate, but I thank him for it because I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit anyway. And so I wasn't meant to be working working for somebody else. Ultimately. I never had entrepreneurial spirit. I still don't feel like I do sometimes. Um, (laughs) I know I never had that in me, that bug. It just, yeah but anyway so we went okay 
So we went from, how old are we now? You're in your 20s. 20s. All right, I met Johnny when I was in KFC and then I went to the group home and then, um, what was from there? Um, I mean, for me, it was like a whole serial jobs because I had moved to Florida. I went to college in Florida for a little while and I had worked, I remember, as a a waitress at Sidebar. I don't know if that's still there. It was like a, um, a bar in downtown um oh I, then maybe from there I went straight to college days right college yeah, yeah. okay so then from there I just I, I don't know how old I am or I don't know I, there may be something missing in there but then I worked I went during my master's degree so what did I do no there's something missing what did I do in college where did you work mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't maybe it was the group home then okay really so then from there time. when I got my master's I worked at the university's um the president's office at the university of rhode island i was like the little receptionist in the front oh my gosh i do not was i already living in florida then because i don't yeah. remember that okay maybe yeah i was a receptionist um yep for two years there and I, the reason i did that is because you if you do that you get your master's degree paid for mm. so i was like you know what i'm just gonna work there i remember it was 16 dollars an hour i thought i was like rich <laughs> like straight up rich and now that can't even like afford you an apartment. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. And for me after that, it was like a, a quite a bit of jumping around um, just various Florida, jobs. Right? Yeah. I was okay. in Florida. I kind of moved back and forth from at one point from Florida and I just worked. Lots of gosh. restaurant type Yeah. A lot of like serving jobs is where really I was at. So it was a lot of serving jobs. I'm sure there was some other stuff. I remember I worked at... Um, Oh my gosh, what is the name of that store? It wasn't Express. It was, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but I worked at like a store in the mall. I worked, I remember I worked at, um, during holiday season, I worked at Bath and Body Works for a little while. Yeah. I worked at Borders, the bookstore oh, yeah. during Christmas um, one year. Uh, I was just kind of like yeah. figuring out what the heck that I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah, no, from there I went, I moved to Florida with my master's degree and then couldn't find a job for like a month, but then I found a job at Full Sail, no, yes, Full Sail University in Winter Park. Um, Worked there for two years, maybe something like that um, in like the admissions department because that was what my master's was in. And then then that was it. Then that's from there I went to, Pearson, which is the book publishing company, which completely changed up their business model. But um, I stayed there for 10 mother fucking years. <laughs> yeah, it took me 10. Well, it took me like, I would say it was an extra three years of like, what am I doing here? Yeah. But the beginning was kind of fun because yeah. I didn't have the entrepreneurial bug that's I didn't have that spirit so I was just like okay this is what we do I like these people I like this I get and then towards the end you get bitter and then you get bitter when they start like just not seeing you basically and not valuing your work giving you extra people's jobs jobs and not and then I you know oh god I had that same thing you asked I remember you went and you're like whole meeting yeah prepared like crazy even did research that something, even went to HR and did research to say, I'm underpaid mm. and here's why. And I showed them all the research I did. And didn't they give you like a, an extra like screen? 
They gave me an extra screen. They gave me, they did end up giving me supposedly was like the whatever top raise. Top raise. Yeah. It was like four like percent. Exactly. Exactly. It gave me an extra ten dollars on my paycheck or something like that. Um, but yeah, that was like the last three years is where I was just like, this ain't it. Yeah. This ain't it. But I just couldn't think of anything else. You know, I was just like, this is it. I just retire here. Or I go to another job that's similar to this and hmm. I just retire and that this is it. And then um, I met, I met, I found podcasts. Mm. I don't know how. And I found the, uh, what is it called? Don't keep your day, day it's job. It's not that anymore. Yeah, Kathy Heller. Kathy Heller, don't keep your day job. I found that podcast and would listen to it every single day on the way to work, on the way home. 30 minutes, 30 minutes, every single day. And that just like stuck with me. And I kept thinking about it. She gave me hope. She was just like, mm. she made me feel like there's something, there's better. something better. There's, there's definitely more. If you have that feeling like that there's more it's cause there is. Yeah. And I remember messaging her. She's super big now. So she probably, she would never DM, DM someone, but I DM'd her and I said, I can't do this anymore. I'm quitting my job. And she was just like, do it. Mm. She's like, if that's, you know, God will take care of the rest. Just do it. And, and he has, and he has, yeah, he has for sure. Um, for me, so when I graduated college, I went to Johnson and Wales University and I graduated um, with a degree in marketing um, that is totally useless because the marketing that I learned 15 <laughs> years ago does not apply in the slightest to the marketing that is done nowadays. But anyway, um, so after I graduated, I graduated in 2008, which was right when the market crashed and um, there was no jobs and I couldn't find a job. So I worked at a car dealership for a while. Um, and then as like a, like a service, like when you pay for your service, like the cashier, when you pay for getting service done on your car, I worked there. Um, and then I got a job oh my gosh, as a operations manager at Bally's, mm -hmm. Bally's Total Fitness. And that was like my first quote unquote big girl job because I was like managing a team. Like I managed the juice bar, everybody that worked at the front desk and everybody that worked at the kids club. And I like did like schedules and I had to approve like time off. And here I am. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to tell them that they're fired. I had to fire somebody my first time. And so I did that. Um, and then Bally's got bought out by LA fitness, like not too, like probably months into me working at this job, Bally's got bought out by LA fitness and my position was eliminated mm -hmm. and I was basically laid off and I was like, this is bullshit. And that was again, another, another. bitterness towards, <laughs> added, to <laughs> added towards my hatred for the corporate world. And so I was like, this is, this is so wrong. Like, this is so messed up. And then at that time, that's when I got into hotels. And so I was looking for a job. I was just trying to find anything. I was living in South Florida at the time. Jenny oh was God, living in Orlando. Mother. Yep. Ice. And I got a job. I interviewed for a job at, in, at the Gaylord Palms in Orlando um, as a I was a man, it was a manager's role as well, but I basically managed a team for ice. So if you're familiar with ice, it's like this big event that the Gaylord Palms pull, puts on every year during Christmas, where they have this whole entire like exhibit of ice sculptures. And it's like a really cool thing. Um, but I was in charge of the team that handed out the parkas. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> 
and again, I did schedules and time off and I made sure that people had like breaks and all that stuff. And that's what I did there, but it was a seasonal job because it was like only during ice. And then I loved this company so much. Like Gaylord Palms was such an incredible company to work for. I had so much fun and I wanted to stay. And so I applied for another job um, at Gaylord and as a um, function space manager. Um, and I, that's what got into me into hotel sales. And so what I basically did was I sold meetings and events for hotels. And I, so I started at the Gaylord. I worked for Marriott Hilton, the Lowe's, a whole bunch of hotels. Yeah. Doing the same thing, but a bunch of hotels, like I would get poached by another hotel and Mm -hmm. get, you know, and I kind of moved around more money, moved around. And I did that for, I think it was like eight years until while I was stuck for 10. Uh huh. I (laughs) jumped around. I jumped around. And that was like, it's a cool job. It's fun to work in hotels, especially in that department, in the sales department. You got to get all the perks and the easy schedule of Monday through Friday, nine to five, but working at a hotel. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it, but I hated the numbers. Like you're only as good as your last sale and your last contract. And it's like, oh my gosh, I closed this big contract. Yay. But what's the next one coming? Like that is what kind of led me to, I was, I was so done with like corporate by the end of it. Um, in the last hotel that I worked for. And I did a little stint in between there that I worked for the American Heart Association. Oh my goodness. Yes, I worked for the American Heart Association and I was like a a fundraising director where I would plan like the galas and the 5Ks and all of that stuff with American Heart. But that's a really good company. They have really great company culture there as well. But yeah, so those are our roles, our jobs, our previous lives. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't mention what I did at Pearson, but I was, um, well, towards the end there, because I had two roles, I guess. Yeah. So towards the end there, I was in digital marketing. So it was like, which is very things that I need today for our own business at the time. I was like, this is bullshit. Well, actually what kind of went into it because the other department that I was in kind of like was going downhill and I wanted something different. And the marketing department was a fun one, of course. But yeah, I did digital marketing. So like um, all paid, not all types of um, ads and email marketing and um, pay-per-click and SEO. So I'm very thankful that Jenny knows all this nerdy stuff because Wendy here, the creative brain is like, I want to like sell popsicles. And she's like, no, No. stop it. Let's talk about SEO. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then towards the end there, the cool thing was towards the end, and this is why God knows exactly what you need towards the end there. I got to do, cause we worked with universities. So we were like, um, advertising and doing all that stuff for, um, universities, but I got to do, um, PR and, um, oh my God. What's the other one and social media. Mm. So this was the last year there, they gave that to me. I was like, I don't want this shit. And they were like, you won't do this. But and God was like, you need care. this girl. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I got to learn PR. It was fascinating. And then the social media piece. And I was just like, and now I'm like, so thankful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah, a bit about us that we don't think that our listeners or our followers know. Um, and yeah, so hopefully we'll <laughs> give you a mix of obviously birth related things um, mom related things, topics, 
we'll talk about ourselves and our past. I'm planning on doing a episode um, about like something very, very heavy to me, very personal, very heavy. I just have to muster up the courage to do so. Um, But yeah, so we just want to share ourselves and our lives and be real with you guys. So you get to know who we are. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So it's a wrap and we'll see you catch you on the next one. All right. See See ya. Thanks for listening to Pure Motherhood Uncensored with your hosts, Jenny and Wendy. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review. If you really loved hanging out with us, head on over to Instagram and give us a follow at Pure Motherhood Co. It's where you really get to know us. Or visit our website at www.puremotherhood.co, that's .co, to learn about how you can work with us and buy yourself some of our awesome products. Make sure to check out the show notes for any links or resources. And again, thank you for listening.